Every present, I'm sorry I haven't a clue. And your chairman tonight, Barry Cryer. Hello and welcome to another edition of I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the show that is to radio what Arthur Mullard is to flower arrangement. <laughs> and uh, with our very own Mr. Dave Lee at the piano, may I introduce the two opposing teams. Mr. John, all the spoons in the glasses, please. <laughs> Graham are my seamed straight garden. And opposite to them, Bill, I can't quite put my finger on it, Oddie. And <laughs> Tim, I was on the television last night. We ran out of chairs. Brooke Taylor. <laughs> Let us plunge headlong into the first round, gentlemen. The first round is our singing musical, not that those are necessarily relevant, singing relay. In this round, one of the players of each team starts off a song and he and his partner must sing a duet, but each singing alternate words. Any player who falters or messes up our game is declared soppy and several points go to the other side. I think we'll start uh, picking up the lyrics. Let's start with John and Graham. The song in question is... <laughs> Roses of Picardy. We have to do this. Roses are shining in Picardy in the hush of the silver dew. Roses are flowering in Picardy, but there's never a rose like you. are blighting, blooming, I'm sorry, in Piccadilly, and we go to Tim and Bill Six. with the song When I'm 64. When I get older, losing my hair, many years from now, will you still be standing me a valentine birthday greetings bottle of wine? If I'd be out <laughs> to three. Would you lock the door? Will you still need me? Will you still be me when I I'm sitting? Tim and Bill, a few mistakes, but a harder song. Two all. Yes. Two all to that. Now, this is where I set up something for later in the programme. Gentlemen, I'm going to ask you to announce some late arrivals at a particular function, and we'll ask you their names later. Uh, will you please specify the late arrivals at the Mechanics Ball? The <laughs> Mechanics Ball, gentlemen. Later in the programme, we shall return. We move to our first session of tag wrestling in this programme, ladies and gentlemen. Tag meaning a tagline, the end line of a story. I'm going to give each team the tagline of a story or an anecdote, and I shall start with one team who must tell a story ending in that tag. When I press my buzzer, the story passes to the other side, who must work towards their finishing line. 
The winning team is the one who reaches the tagline first. Uh, Tim and Bill, would you construct a story that finishes, because we were driving on the right-hand side of the road, we couldn't see that the elephant had deflated. <laughs> because we were driving on the right-hand side of the road, we couldn't see that the elephant had deflated. John and Graham, Mamma Mia, shouted McPherson. <laughs> whipped off his gas mask and revealed he was not the ice cream man he claimed to be. <laughs> so it's Tim and Bill with because we were driving on the right-hand side of the road we couldn't <coughs> see the elephant had deflated. John and Graham, Mamma Mia, shouted McPherson, whipped off his, ripped or whipped off his gas mask and revealed he was not the ice cream man he claimed to be. We will start with Graham Garden. See who's at the door, dear, said Mother. It's Mr. McPherson, the ice cream man. I fly. <laughs> Tim. Come in, Mr. M oh, it's not you. Oh. <laughs> it's the AA man with our route map for France. Thank you very much. We can set straight off. And over the channel we went, and there we were, driving on the right-hand side. John. In France, we're not encountering any problems whatsoever, it being a country notoriously absent, so far as elephants are concerned. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> And so we continued on down to Africa. French, <laughs> French Equatorial Africa, where, of course, they all... Graham. Where, by chance, our motor car broke down, but luckily we got a lift home on Mr McPherson's ice cream van. Tim. A notoriously unreliable vehicle. A hundred yards we got. <laughs> Just at that moment, around the corner came a wild elephant. Nothing came around the corner, John. Nothing came around the corner. <laughs> McPherson oh, nipped off mended the tyre and returned resolutely on the left-hand side of the road, dodging all the traffic coming straight at him. Phil. And drove straight back to England, where he was surprised to find a policeman waiting at the door. He said, I have to charge you with driving on the wrong side of the road. Graham. Will you take us there, Paul? No nonsense. <laughs> said McPherson, denying it. <laughs> and saying that he was not, in fact, to blame Tim. for what he'd done. <laughs> he said... McPherson, when we were not drunk, Constable, I swear it was an elephant. I know that we have been later told that, in fact, it was a balloon, like an elephant, that was inflated. But this John. is on account of our, my selling intoxicating ice cream. <laughs> Rum flavoured. With little bits of pistachio nuts and some of that pasta, the special pasta that they get. From, an excuse um, that may be. And, and that explains exactly why you were right, drunk. John. Exactly why you were drunk. And because we were drunk, we were driving on the right-hand side. And we couldn't... <laughs> Graham. Um, <coughs> good heavens, said McPherson. I think that's my mother. Tim. <laughs> no, said his wife, it's an inflatable elephant. <laughs> Admitting that they were practically indistinguishable. <laughs> the elephant deflated, thus making it practically impossible for it to be deflated again. <laughs> the elephant deflated, but unfortunately we couldn't see that the elephant deflated because we were driving on the right-hand side of the road. And therefore we couldn't to... see that the elephant had deflated. <laughs> <laughs> it was wrong way round, but they got there finally. There, Timmy, we'll, we'll, we'll return. It was a gat rather than a tag at that moment, but we will return to <laughs> tag wrestling in a moment, and we in fact move to our next round, which is limericks, limerick time. I'm going to give each team the first line of a limerick which they must complete by each team member taking alternate lines. Marks will be given for cleanliness and uh, <laughs> one mark will be deducted for each solicitor's letter received. 
let's start with Tim and Bill. Tim and Bill. There was an old man with a stutter. There was an old man with a stutter. Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> yes, oh, yes. With a stutter. Who massaged his larynx with <laughs> margarine. <laughs> uh, he oiled his false teeth. And to his relief. <laughs> uh, he found he could talk so much butter. Come on. <laughs> We go to John and Graham, who are going to tell us about there was a young fellow from Troon. There was a young fellow from Troon. There was a young fellow from Troon. Troon? Yes, yes, I'll allow that, yes. <laughs> um, who sat down one day on a spoon. <laughs> he said... That's... that's so nice. <laughs> uh, but I won't do it twice. <laughs> and never again is too soon. Oh! <laughs> Mellifluous. It's Mellifluous. an interesting concept. <laughs> Two points for that. Let's have another one from Tim and Bill. There once was a tractor called Bert. <laughs> there once was a tractor called Bert. There once was a tractor called Bert, get away, <laughs> <laughs> who uh, pulled a cart over the dirt. He went over some furrows and twelve rabbit burrows <laughs> and said, Oh, God, blimey, that hurt. <laughs> Magnificent, said he impartially. Three points. <laughs> but John and Graham, a chance to hit back with, there was a young lady so coy. There was a young lady so coy. There was a young lady so coy that she'd never been out with a boy. <laughs> <laughs> so she... Caution, Graham. Officer. We've got some visitors in the studio. Do sit down. Go on, Graham. So she <laughs> hid in a sack and lay on her back. <laughs> a most unsatisfactory ploy. <laughs> Now, the next round is called I Want to Be Brian Ricks or Word for Word. I'm going to give each team a word and they must immediately come up with another word which has nothing whatsoever to do with the word I gave them. The other team can challenge and try and establish a connection. I'll start with John Cleese and I'll give him the word cassock. Elf. Botanical. Spoon. Uh, runcible. <laughs> Interruption by... Bill and Tim. Two <laughs> fingers <laughs> passing. Well, I'd get away with that. Runcible spoon. Need Never heard of it. Runcible spoon. <laughs> it's a vague, tenuous connection. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to allow that. I'm going to give a point to Tim and Bill. And let's leap to Tim with the word bollard. 
<laughs> Joke. Um. Um. <laughs> Catherine Wheel. Pie. Hassock. Stoat. Cathedral. Bush baby. Fire engine. Gnu. Neanderthal man. Odd. Challenged by Graham. A connection between Gnu and Neanderthal man. From the spelling. Not allowing that. No. no that's uh, two, two points to Tim and Bill for silliness. And now, Graham, here's another punishment. Your word, crypt. Artichoke. Polyandry. Muscle. Adidocokinetic. Uh, epoxy resin. <laughs> Salt. Interruption by Bilodi. It's maybe an old wives' tale, but I was always told that if you do have epoxy resin, salt is a very good remedy. <laughs> I'd heard it that, It is an old Bill. wives' tale, and you get no marks. No, no. I'd heard that too, Bill. Bill and I yeah. shared the same old wife for quite some time. <laughs> 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 Bill, Bill, will, will you uh, follow on uh, the word denture? Cigar. Boot. Wombat. Microphone. Knee bone. Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Pomegranate. Wombat. Repetition. Yeah. Repetition. That's, that doesn't, not, that's in the not, rules. not in the rules, actually. Not well, in we the ought rules. to put it in. One I for silly buzzing for Tim and Bill. <laughs> One for silly buzzing. Yes. They say Bamba Gascoigne started like this. I can't see it. Our next round. <laughs> Our next round is musical. And many of you <coughs> do not know that Mr. Brooke Taylor insured his voice for £10,000 <coughs> and had a whale of a time with the money. This round involves individual players rather than teams. The first player starts a song, stops singing whenever he feels like it, and a player on the opposing team has to pick it up on the word at which he stopped and start a completely different song, starting with that word. Let's start oh with uh, <laughs> Graham. A happy days are here again. Again. Never say never. Again, again, because oh. here I am in love again. It's just a thing I said I'd never do. Do. Dear, a feeling. <laughs> Ray, a little piece of fish. <laughs> Dreadful. Stingray. Had a sting oh, in the no, toe. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I want to start another song immediately. <laughs> I feel rather ill. I want to start another song with uh, Bill Oddie, please. I've got hiccups. I can't. <laughs> this is a repeat. How does it <laughs> Sorry. Well, I see me till I see coming through the rye, rye, <laughs> rye, rye, hit, can't rye. You rye, rye to Graham, rye, rye, a piece of golden sand. <laughs> Excellent. Give me a name I call myself. Self. Go on, I'm enjoying it, Graham. <laughs> Self. Myself. A racing flower is something you buy. McDougal's is the name. Cut! 
you've just written that and it'll make a fortune. I'm going to disqualify that. I'm going to disqualify that. Uh, Mr. John Cleese. Mr. John Cleese will now sing a song, stopping, hopefully. At a word. At a word. At a word. The only one my, I know is my old school song. Um, <laughs> part two. Oh, we enjoyed it Happy very much. Happy days and holidays and sad and melancholy <laughs> days. They were great days and... That's an easy one. And... And if you tell her and if you see, tell <laughs> them and I'm certainly going to tell them You tell them, that, <laughs> that you're the boy whose wife someday... Oh, that can't be right. <laughs> boy, but the girl whose husband someday I'll be... Be, be, girl. Be. Be, be, because, Co <laughs> because one word, not because, because, because I'm a Londoner <laughs> that I love London. Done. London. Done. <laughs> I Dear love London. Done. No. John, please, please. Oh, Another point to Tim and Bill, and let's have Tim. Tim starting the final song of this round. Tim. Oh, the shrimp boats is a coming. There's. <laughs> you there's, didn't stop. There's. He didn't know the next word. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> there's. My golden haze on the meadow. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> there, there's a rainbow. Round my shoulder. <laughs> shoulder. That's enough. Shoulder. Shoulder. shoulder Over my shoulder. Goes one leg. <laughs> over my shoulder. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two lovely black eyes. What a voice. Oh, what a voice. Surprise. Surprise. Is that where you left off? <laughs> yes. Surprise. Surprise. Surprise! You are dickering and dockering, Tim. I am dickering. What? Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> who, 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 who? Surprise! Open the oyster shell. Just four, three, four, three, two. John and Graham. Let's leap on to tag wrestling part two, in which was before each team will be given a tagline of a story and make their separate ways towards it. Um, let's change the order of giving taglines. Swap it round a bit. John and Graham, your tagline: the rose fell off the duck's hat. And we all went home early. <laughs> I'm sorry, so we all went home early. I think that's Wrong. more interesting. The rose fell off the duck's hat, so we all went home early. And Tim and Bill, will you work towards... Hooray! shouted the girls. And <laughs> Arthur Negus did a dance. So it's the rose fell off the duck's hat, so we all went home early. Uh, with for John and Graham and Tim and Bill. Hooray, shouted the girls, and Arthur Negus did a dance. Tim and Bill, will you start your story, please? Well, said Arthur Negus, <laughs> using another voice from the usual. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting little clock here. I see it has little figures. John, please. Clock, it's in the form of a duck. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen one like this in my whole life. Look here on the top of this clock is a sort of hat. I... Bill. And he handed the duck with the rose on top of its hat to the next contestant, who unfortunately dropped it and smashed it into smithereens. <laughs> 
Not to worry, said Arthur. I'll mend it in a jiffy, and he did. <laughs> and incidentally, he said... Tim. He said, I feel like a bit of duck and at it. And uh, he was then given uh, the next object. And he said, yes, I'd pick it. But in his piece to identify the next object, I don't know why I'm talking like this because it's not relevant. <laughs> he omitted to notice the duck's hat, which was quite indigestible. Bill. And lying on the floor. So he kicked it out of the way and picked up, <laughs> picked up an antique banjo. This, he said, I would like to play, but unfortunately I need a little encouragement. Graham. Uh, nobody was prepared to encourage him very much to play the banjo. <laughs> he said, let's go home. And uh, Arthur said, certainly. Tim. And he said to one of the other contestants, what's your name? And he said, Ted Ray. And he said, who? He said, Ray. <laughs> At this moment, I walked into the studio, um, holding the usual rose between my teeth, <laughs> and placed it on the duck's hat, which was lying underneath her... Bill. And Arthur said, if you're Ted Ray, I'll do a little dance. Now, what was your name again? Who? And the girls... Satanism, <laughs> 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 I love it. Uh, my name is Irrelevant. Arthur Irrelevant. At <laughs> <laughs> that moment, the rose, which was on the duck's hat, the rose... <laughs> rose. Rose. Oh. And he said... Who? I'm sorry to be so inquisitive. <laughs> Ray! shouted the girls. And Arthur Negus did a dance. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Three nil to Tim and Bill. Three nil, and we move now to blues time. Blues time, gentlemen. I'll give each team a subject on which they must improvise a four-line blues, singing alternate lines. And there are marks for wit and <laughs> ethnic feel. <laughs> for anybody who... Yes. Um, uh, blues time, and I'll give you the subjects. John and Graham, will you compose a... Lady Godiva Blues. Lady Godiva. Thank you, Dave. on the wrong side. <laughs> like it, like it. Tim and Bill, will you give us the Napoleon blues? The Napoleon blues. Dave will introduce it slowly. Well, I woke up this morning. <laughs> Found Napoleon by my side. <laughs> Read it out, baby, it's like a library fan. I repeat that if you want. It's wouldn't. all right, yes, I woke up this morning. Good for you. No, I didn't. 
<laughs> Napoleon wasn't by my side. I just lied <laughs> in bed all day. <laughs> so I said to myself, What a wonderful world! <laughs> At least I tried, which rhymes with mine inside. It had the real authentic messiness. Let's go to John and Graham. Give them another subject for blues. Gentlemen, would you like to say a blues on the subject of um, a rubber dinghy? <laughs> the rubber dinghy blues. <laughs> Graham Garden is wearing a very worried expression. Yesterday afternoon, I found I was in a dinghy. <laughs> As he stopped, I can't do this stupid thing. <laughs> well, I just lay there, trying to think of rhymes for rubber dinghy, <laughs> such as pingy. That pinky wasn't very good. <laughs> so I... if you can think of a rhyme, give me a ringy. Oh! <laughs> Surging to a triumphant climax, Tim and Bill, <laughs> the electric toothbrush blues. <laughs> the electric toothbrush. Sometime last night, a couple of weeks ago, with electric toothbrush by my side. <laughs> I plugged it in the mains, and I damn near died. <laughs> I can tell you why. Well, all right, she nearly died, cause when I put it in my mouth, I got, I got a toasted Tongue and my gums near fry. Oh! <laughs> Steamy. Oh, a 3 0 win there to Tim and Bill and its late arrivals time. Gentlemen, we revert, we revert to. <laughs> look at pain on Mr. Cleese's face. We revert to our late arrivals at the Mechanics Ball, gentlemen, starting with uh, John Cleese, who arrived late at the Mechanics Ball. Mr. and Mrs. Drover. And their son, Alan Drover. <laughs> hey, Land Rover. Arriving late at the mechanics ball, Mr. and Mrs. Ing Station, and their son, Filling Station. <laughs> <laughs> and arriving from Sweden. Oh, yes. Mr. and Mrs. Grease, and their son, Axel. <laughs> <laughs> and arriving from Ireland, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Anical Failure <laughs> and their son, Mick Anical Failure. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Jip Proprietor <laughs> and their son, Garage Proprietor. Oh. Arriving from the north of England, uh, Miss and Mrs. Freeze and their relations, <laughs> Uncle Freeze and Auntie Freeze. Oh! 
They never stop. Tim and Bill, a runaway win on this programme. A runaway win. You're winning at the moment. They're well, going to go on. Well, let's consolidate and rub their little noses into the ground. No, girl, let's then. keep very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. the last. Mr. and Mrs. Talbot and their son, Beam Talbot. <laughs> so it's good night from me and, and Dave Lee. And Mrs. Earth. Think about it. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Earth. Here and their son, who's just entered the church, but he's of course the Rev. Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Loosely followed by Mr. and Mrs. God and their son, who is so unpopular and unpleasant that his name is Mud God. <laughs> if you have any ideas, write to me, David Kossoff, BBC, five to ten. <laughs> Not to mention Mr. and Mrs. Ecolated Lorry <laughs> and their son Art Lorry. I resign. Good night, all Mr. from John Cleese, Graham Garden, Tinker Taylor, and Bill Austin. Wind screen wiper. Oh. That was Barry Cryer saying goodbye on behalf of Tim Brooke-Taylor, John Cleese, Graham Garden and Bill Oddie. Dave Lee at the piano and producer John Castles. <laughs>